Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, welcome to the Sports powered by the BetMGM map. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Segment by segment tweets out there on Twitter at A to Z Sports and hit up Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage uh, throughout the year. But we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen when it comes to uh, making our show free for you and helping you guys out in life like Wilson County Hyundai. Uh, making uh, them a part of your new car buying process is a great idea by going to see them in Lebanon or at Wilson County Hyundai. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600. Zach, we will dive into... Uh, Chris Johnson and his thoughts on the Titans quarterback situation uh, and wanting a new quarterback in Nashville. But first, updating the ongoing GM search for the Tennessee Titans as the Titans officially completed interviews with both in-house candidates Ryan Cowden and Monty Austinfort on Thursday, today, and moving forward. Ian Rappaport this morning reporting uh, Rand Carthen of the San Francisco 49ers and Ian Cunningham other Chicago Bears are in the house today with the Tennessee Titans and Saturday, Quentin Harris of the Arizona Cardinals as well. So the pictures, obviously you can see the big Cardinal hat on Quentin Harris, but Rand Carthen there on the left and Ian Cunningham there on the right on the graphic there. Uh, but, you know, interesting to note, Zach, that Ian Cunningham uh, did interview with the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday. Quentin Harris has interviewed with the Arizona Cardinals for that internal GM job. Uh, but Ian Cunningham was actually scheduled to interview with the Titans on Saturday, but the Titans getting him in the building at least one day early. Any quick thoughts and updates on, on what the Titans have going on with those three candidates uh, scheduled now officially? Well, we, you know, we talked about this either yesterday or the day before, talking about, you know, minority head coaches and minority execs, all those minority candidates yeah. that the Titans are interviewing. So, you know, that's a good thing. That's a positive that – they're searching around, and it's all about who's qualified. Who is going to do the best job? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter you know, what you look like or what you represent, you're male or female. It's who's going to do the, the, the best job. And I think that's Amy Adams Strunk, a, a, uh, an owner, a female owner, which there's only a few in the NFL, are going about this, and they've got to get this right. They can't afford to take a step back because their step forward – Honestly, Austin is competing with the best of the best. When you talk about, we'll talk about, you know, the games going on this weekend, the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Bills, they are the premier teams in the American Football Conference. The Titans, 
who had won the last couple of years and were the number one seed in the AFC, I don't think has ever, we have never spoken about them in that type of, of stratosphere. I just, there was, there was always a separation because of the quarterback, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. So this next general manager, he's got a lot of pressure on him to take a step forward as you reset and get into that upper echelon and not take a step back because you got the Colts, the AFC South champion Jacksonville Jaguars hosting a playoff game on Saturday. And, you know, you've got the Houston Texans that are resetting, trying to find their quarterback. So big decisions this weekend as you start to kind of get a clearer picture of who is going to lead you as the general manager of your franchise. Yeah, and I, I do think there's another interesting nugget about the three guys that we just showed up there on the screen, and it's Quentin Harris at the top, Rand Carthen there on the left from the Niners, and Ian Cunningham uh, on the right of the Bears currently. It's that all three of these guys spent time playing uh, in the NFL. Like, they're former players, right? Because uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Rand Carthen of the Niners, former Indianapolis Colt running back, uh, and something that kind of hits me and twists me a little different former Florida Gator running back, Rand Carthen. It's something I didn't even think about. I was like, oh my gosh, I remember that guy from 20 years ago uh, playing with Florida. But guys who have played the sport at the highest of levels that are up there uh, in interviewing and have high you know, ranking personnel jobs currently, but interviewing for general manager jobs, not just with the Titans, but across some other teams as well. I'll say this before we move on to CJ2K. Just got to get a guy who's not going to lowball a player to trade him away that is a superstar to really disrupt negotiations. You want you want a guy that's going to come in at the level he needs to and not kind of throw a low number in so you possibly have to trade away your superstar wide receiver is the best talented, most talented wide receiver that you've ever drafted in your franchise history. I just uh, last throw that last thing, Bobby says, it was reported they all spent time with the Titans brass during the acceleration workshop too. And so I, I don't know, I can't confirm Bobby's uh, comment there, but the acceleration workshop is interesting because that's something that happened over the last few years where the NFL working to get minority candidates, uh, you know, opportunity and really some networking op opportunities uh, with some different teams like that. So if that's the case, then there's already a little bit of familiarity there uh, with the Titans, if that's the case there from Bobby. All right, let's get to our main topic of the day. That's Chris Johnson, CJ2K, once a new quarterback in Nashville, and the former Titans running back speaking out on it with the 33rd team. Uh, here is this video from the 33rd team. If I was a GM, um, it's two guys out there that I would really be focusing on getting right now. And that would be Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. To be honest, um, I say Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers, but my first guy that I will think that I will go for is I will go for Derek Carr because if I get Derek Carr, then I might have a chance on landing Devontae Adams with him. Yeah, you gotta give up that first. I got my receiver. I wanna get a receiver. I'm willing to get up my first round pick in order to land on Devontae Adams, for sure. All right, so that's Chris Johnson there with the 33rd team. To summarize, he wants Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback in Nashville next season. Uh, and that Derek Carr could give you a chance 
uh, to also get Devontae Adams and CJ just throwing it out there. Trade away that 11th overall pick for Devontae Adams. I mean, that's a, it's a high draft pick to get a receiver who's good. Yes, and Derek Carr and, and Aaron Rodgers both have relationship with Devontae Adams as their NFL quarterbacks. But remember, Derek Carr, the college teammate and roommate uh, of Devontae Adams back in the day at Fresno State. So, Zach, your initial thoughts before we get the chat more involved today. Uh, I'm, I'm going with our girl, Nika. Uh, no, baby, we're good on that. <laughs> <laughs> Nika's getting the love of the show for that comment. Because uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. I don't think Chris Johnson knows what – I think he's playing – he's living in a fantasy world. I mean, and I think Tress – which, look, I'm agreeing with Tress right here. CJ's playing Madden. You know, stop it. Uh, he is playing Madden because that – those two – that's oil and water. They, they don't They don't mix. You know, I don't think he realizes what the Packers got from the Raiders to get Devontae Adams, which is a first and a second round. That first round pick was a 22nd overall pick. And so you got to actually know what that is. So is CJ talking about trying to get Devontae Adams or is he trying to get Derek Carr? And then he sprinkled a little salt of, of Aaron Rodgers in there. there there's a lot to, to kind of unpack in that, in that situation. Now, one thing we do know is Derek Carr – is going to be on the market. This week, he thanked Raider Nation. It was like, look, you know, Derek Carr was playing extremely good football right before he broke his leg in Oakland years ago. And he had, you know, he, he worked back to recover. Two years ago, they made the playoffs and lost to the Bengals, who made their Super Bowl run. And this past year, disastrous start under Josh McDaniels, then had like a surge. Devontae Adams had a very good year. Yeah. But, you know, Derek Carr is going to be on a new team next year. They also said they're going to try to trade him, but if they can't trade him, they're going to release him. That's not really good news because everybody's going to be like, well, we're just going to wait to, to release you. So, you know, I don't mind, and I just want to hear it. One, I actually don't want to hear it, but I think for the, the people, I think uh, for the audience, maybe we play Chris Johnson's fantasy uh, one more time to kind of diagnose what he's truly trying to say. All right, here we go. Here's CJ from the 33rd team. If I was a GM, um, it's two guys out there that I would really be focusing on getting right now, and that would be Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. To be honest, um, I say Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers, but my first guy that I will think that I will go for is I will go for Derek Carr because if I get Derek Carr, then I might have a chance on landing Devontae Adams with him. Yeah, you got to give up that first. I got my receiver. I want to get a receiver. I'm willing to get up my first round pick in order to land on Devontae Adams for sure. So Derek Carr and Devontae Adams uh and the first round pick gone from Chris Johnson. So last thing, last yeah. thing, and then I, I wanted to hear what you have to say. I think yeah. I know, but I don't know. Uh, Derek Carr will be on his back as much as David, his older brother, regardless of who he's throwing the football to, because they don't have a left tackle. And so their offensive line is in question. That's what I would say. I think this is a pipe dream, but I think that's why CJ2K is a running back, not a general manager. Yeah, uh, so let's get the chat more involved. How do you grade Derek Carr as an NFL quarterback? Uh, and I'll react to that as well. How do you grade Derek Carr as an NFL 
quarterback. Uh, but first, let me tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. How about this? Mark your calendars. Wednesday next week, Wednesday at 1230, Sam Phelan and I will have a conversation, a doc talk conversation with the Bone and Joint Institute about Mike Vrabel's comments on the Titans injuries the last couple of years. So that is going to be a good conversation. I'm very interested in that. We're going to have Dave over there who leads the physical therapy department for the Bone and Joint Institute to take us through the recovery process of athletes. Dave is a former NFL offensive lineman and college offensive lineman too, uh, as well as being excellent at what he does with the Bone and Joint Institute. So that's going to be a very fun conversation. So Sam Phelan and I on Wednesday at 1230, that's Wednesday of next week at 1230 Central Time right here. And whenever you get hurt, you got to go see Dave. Dave will help you get right. Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. It is these sports. We're powered by BetMGM. We've been talking to BetMGM this week for 2023. We love BetMGM. They're hooking you up. Get a $50 bonus for every friend who signs up with BetMGM from your invitation. So you can invite your friends. You get $50. Earn up to $1,000 in bonuses. And you can you know, sign up today for new users. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. They'll hook you up with uh, right there when you sign up. You know, this is a big weekend. This is where you can make uh, some, some cashola on the NFL as you've got super wild card weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Download the app today. That's BetMGM. All right, so the question we've asked uh, based off of uh, Chris Johnson's comments, Chris Johnson wants uh, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams in Nashville. Also thinks uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, would be a good quarterback uh, in, in Tennessee. So we asked you guys, um, uh, what? how would you grade Derek Carr as a quarterback? Real quick, Mr. Jones just says, a QB who wears eyeshadow you can't trust. And wake me up inside is what Chris Johnson wants to see from this quarterback position. In Nashville. So I'm going to get to the comments before I just unleash my feelings about what we heard and saw from Chris Johnson. So Jay's a C plus, uh, a different Jay uh, is also a C plus. Uh, B's, uh, Orlando says B minus D plus at his worst. Corey says C. Josh Brown says C plus. Ronnie says C plus. Eugene with a D. Roz there on YouTube with a C plus. Uh, Stephen King says, uh, C for car, D for don't F and do it, says Stephen King. Uh, Jordan says B. Uh, let's see. Uh, Alex coming in uh, from D+. Uh, Sateo says C. Xavier says C minus C on a good day. Tighten up says B+. Plus. I, uh, Big Ten Jeff is a solid C+. Plus. Noah says C minus. Um, uh, Scott says he'd give Derek Carr a B. And Jacob Ray says B minus. Zach, I think... I think Derek Carr is similar to Ryan Tannehill in the way that they need to be have they need to have really solid support. I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I think he's an above average NFL quarterback, and I think the Titans could do a lot worse. But I think the Titans. <laughs> well, yeah, a- I mean, that, no, but I'm like, what does and that so, mean? Do should the Titans go after Derek Carr? Hell no. Hell no. The Titans should not go after Derek Carr. Uh, look, I don't I don't have any ill will against Derek Carr, but I feel like he is a lateral move or a backwards move from the current quarterback situation. And I want to add a little bit to this for context because, you know, Chris Johnson 
is throwing out, you know, bring in Derek Carr and go trade the 11th overall pick for Devontae Adams. And I'm like, with what money? Uh, and so, you know, Chris Johnson, as uh, Tress said, playing Madden, I think we have to remember, Chris, that you, you can't just pay everybody all the money you want and have this work out. Well, so didn't the Raiders just do this? They had the leading rusher in the league. They had Devontae Adams and they had Derek Carr. And they missed the playoffs just like the Titans did by a lot wider margin. And like the Raiders have good players. Like Max Crosby's a freaking beast uh, over there. Now they, they have a lot of other issues and their head coach, I, I don't think is a very good head coach and Josh McDaniels. And now we're seeing that for the second time in the AFC West, but Derek Carr, this is from field Yates because the Raiders are going to try to trade Derek Carr. That is a laughing comment out of the Raiders because uh, field Yates has <laughs> Derek Carr's cap hit over the next three years, 33 million, 42 million, 41.3 million cap hit for Derek Carr over the next three years. Devontae Adams just got a lot of money too. His cap hit ain't that low either. And so if you're trying to acquire those two plays, players, then that's just going to cost you a lot more money where the Titans currently have minus $24 million in cap space before they make moves to free things up. So if you're going to bring in Derek Carr, that means you're still paying Ryan Tannehill a bunch of money to not play for you. And you're having to pay Derek Carr something because the reality is the Raiders will not be able to trade Derek Carr. He will be released at some point. So there will be a better opportunity to sign Derek Carr for whoever he plays for next season to a fresh start contract. But I just don't think it makes a lot of sense for the Titans. So I would grade Derek Carr at his best for a season long grade. I think Derek Carr is a B minus quarterback in the NFL. Is that above average? It's right on that line of being slightly above average, but I don't think it's worth the the hoops the Titans would have to jump through to go acquire Derek Carr in some form or fashion. So B minus grade for Derek Carr as an NFL quarterback heading into 2023. Wow, that's a lot higher than I thought. Um and I'm just grading Derek Carr as a quarterback. No, I I know. Not, I just <laughs> not including a situation in which he would be plopped into. No, yeah, you're grading him as a quarterback. Well, I, I don't know. Did you take a look at his numbers before you did the grade? Because I did the, not. But I also number, like, oh, so so uh, so you get your grade now. I'll, I'll tell you the numbers. Yeah, Derek Carr in his career is 63 and 79. That's below 500. It's like right. 40 but, something uh, percent. I, I, yeah. No, uh, listen, listen. Then okay. you can you can That's say fine. if you want to change your grade. Right, I'll take notes. Grade. I'll take notes on the numbers. 217 touchdowns, 99 interceptions. So for every two touchdowns, he throws a pick. So wait, wait, how many two two how many touchdowns? Two, 217 and 99 interceptions. Okay, and what was his win percentage? Uh, 63 and 79. Okay, he's thrown for 35,000 yards. Right now, here's maybe where it increased is his his QB rating is 91.8 out of like 147 because that's what it is 158.3 but he's been sacked 264 times now probably a percentage of that sacks are not his fault but yeah a percentage of sacks are his fault he's a losing quarterback and for every two touchdowns he throws an interception i don't want that Derek carr i think i think gets built up way too much i think 
Derek Carr is overrated. Ooh. Derek Carr is overrated. He is a C minus quarterback. That's my grade. And I wanted to go D plus, but I he did show a glimpse before he broke his leg. They were they that was the year, and I think I've asked this question before. Do you know who the quarterback was for the Raiders in the playoffs against the Houston Texans the year that Derek Carr broke his leg? I do. From Penn State, Mitch McGloin. Bang. Yeah, got it. The worst playoff game to ever be played. <laughs> that, that particular year, he showed that maybe he could play in this league. But now we have a full body of work. He's a C-minus quarterback. He's overrated. Look, he played for the Raiders. I think he gets more notoriety because of that franchise. I think he got more notoriety because they moved to Vegas. He made the playoffs last year. They had an opportunity at the end of the game against Cincinnati, incomplete fourth down, turnover downs. They eventually lost the game. We know what happened after that with the Cincinnati Bengals. But he's not good. And so to think that you – and I, look, I think Chris Johnson is just kind of talking to talk because to think that you go out and get Derek Carr and trade for Devontae Adams and don't use the 11th overall pick that – you know, you earned those with seven straight losses to end the season. Use the 11th overall pick if you're the new general manager. So Derek Carr is a C-minus quarterback. Buyers beware. Stay away. He's a backup. He's a, a backup? backup. He's a backup or he's a starter for a desperate team. And I don't think that the Titans need to have the label of themselves as a desperate team at this point in time. Well, and it's, you know, there's, again, there's, like I said earlier in the week, the Titans offseason has, will have a domino effect. And there's about five first dominoes that you can pick from to knock over to see what direction they go. And, at, you know, we don't know what the Titans' true plans are with how they want to treat this offseason. There is one of those five dominoes, maybe, could be a domino that you knock over and the Titans do turn into a desperate team that would. Oh, no, that's why I said right now yeah. they're not a desperate team. And so team. we don't know. We that don't could know change. Yet. Right. Um, so I think why I, I have Derek Carr a little higher than what you do. I mean, it's a full grade. I, well, do yeah, you, you want to change your grade after I said no, what I said? No, because I, I don't like, I look at, you know, I took notes, right? The numbers you brought up 63 and 79 as a starter win-loss. I I hate quarterback win-loss records. That's what because you're judged by. No, it's, it, it, that's what? what the team is judged by. Because, yeah, I think... You're the quarterback. The franchise matters, though. And the, the, lost, the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders over Derek Carr's tenure is a lot more unstable of a franchise that I think Derek Carr deserves credit for how he's been able to stick through and deal with that. Like the Raiders franchise with Derek Carr at quarterback is not a good and well-run franchise. I think you would agree with that. They're not well-run. They've had a lot of right, turnover. But that's an excuse. No, the man I, threw 99 interceptions. He, he's, he has a, he's lost a lot more games than he's won as a starter. Yeah, like he's had time. You can't sit there. He got a big contract. This is not just a couple of years and just forming opinion. We've got a body of work I, I, and to I, put him in a B range. I think 
doesn't make any sense. Well, I, I adamantly disagree. I, I think the franchise and the situation matters when it comes to that. We didn't put him in a B range. He's not I a mean, B quarterback. But Zach, then we we talked about Mike Leach, right, and his win loss record and win percentage being you know, one win under 60% to go to the a pro football or college football hall of fame. But we had, but what did we say? The context matters. You have to understand that Mike Leach took over losing programs. And while he was building, he had to go through a couple losing seasons to get that up there. That affects his overall win percentage. I think quarterbacks. Well, I, hope, and, I think that and I, I'll, again, say it, I'll say it because nobody else says it because he's passed away. We look at Steve McNair in a different light too. Uh, so, like, it is. It's the truth. So, like, you can look at those things. They matter. They make a decision, and it's an emotional decision because it's voted on. It's by no, a and human. Again, like, I, but, but I, no, to, if you bring that up, I, but you're, we're looking at straight facts, homie, of what Derek Carr has produced. The man's 30. Well, look, he's right now, he, he's sitting there at 22. He's 31 years old. So, he's going to be 32 in 2023. That's the type of quarterback we've had enough time to figure out that Derek Carr is not a B quarterback. And let me, let me, well, I said B minus, which He's is not a uh, B minus. Well, let, let, let's, if you want to go GPA, a B is a 3.0, a B minus is like a 2.8, and a C plus is like what, a 2.5 or and something he's like not that? A 2.8. So, uh, but again, he's a below 3.0 GPA if we're going to go that way. So, uh, again, my overall stance no, the Tennessee Titans absolutely should not inquire or try to acquire Derek Carr. That would be a waste of time and money to make that move currently. So Chris Johnson is flat out wrong. The Tennessee Titans should not go after Derek Carr this offseason. And I think we agree with that. Uh, but I, I do think... Do you think that Derek Carr is overrated? I mean... Based off of who who is the consensus rating, like uh, you know. the, the temperature in the room, like you know what the NFL fan base and you know media, it, it's a temperature. It's that's what you're basing it off. I, I I probably think he's over discussed. I, I think he's probably oversaturated when it comes to the news cycle, and I and I think the Las Vegas Raiders and the Raiders and all that stuff plays into that. Yeah, I mean, I I think. I think he's a little bit oversaturated when it comes to the coverage of Derek Carr, but he's been in some situations when there's been a lot of eyeballs on him. Like the Raiders hired Mike Mayock out of the NFL Network studio to be their GM and then hired John Gruden out of the ESPN booth to be the head coach. Like that's just a big high profile move that blew up in their face. And Derek Carr was the one who was sitting there through it all and was able to be stable. And then he had Antonio Brown being a complete uh, distraction and erratic behavior and all this stuff. So I, I think, plus the, the relocation, I think Derek Carr deserves a little bit of credit for the adversity that he has stayed through in the Raiders organization. I think, uh, you know, what is his fresh start? I don't know. I mean, he will start next year for somebody. He's a bridge quarterback. Yes, he has a ceiling. And I like, agree. His a, ceiling is not high enough to yield his contract. Agreed. That's why they're getting and, out, right? And that's, yes. And, and he'll, I agree he'll with get that. the Jets maybe to the playoffs if he plays for the Jets. He could go to the Cardinals for a lesser contract to in place of Kyler Murray as he's rehabbing his ACL just to kind of like 
like get to the point, right? Bridge, think, bridge the gap. Yeah, but I think if you just said that you think Derek Carr could get the Jets maybe to the playoffs, then what does that say about Derek Carr as being a C minus quarterback, in your opinion? I mean, that's if Derek Carr could go to the Jets and you just said the Jets you- are in the playoffs this year. They, that's why they say like the reason if you watch the Jets this year, yeah, I watched the Jets had a really good year. They had a really good year as far as their defense is concerned. The problem was. They're terrible quarterback play. They yeah. wanted to start Mike White the entire time at one point, and they couldn't because of injuries. So Flacco came in there and lost games for him. And then you had the abomination of what Zach Wilson is running around with his, you know, his little like I don't even know a bandana, bandana fool. And he, he kept he either wouldn't throw it or he would throw it to somebody else. And so like Derek Carr tells us that he's a two to one quarterback if. The Jets had a two-to-one quarterback where if he was throwing two touchdowns and one interception consistently, they would have made the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. But the Jets would not compete with the top three dogs that we stated earlier, which are the Bengals, the Bills, and the Chiefs. All right. That's my point. So, yes, I I do. Look, I'm just just glad that – we both agree that Derek Carr should not be an option for the Titans. I just don't think he's a B-minus. I think we agree that. I don't think he's a B minus quarterback. I think okay. that's giving him a little too much. Okay, so so in our opinion, he's like you know flirting with a C plus. You know, uh, no, he's I think C, he's closer to, to a C than he uh, is to. Well, uh, well I mean, I, well, I'm saying like, well, you said C minus, I said B minus. I'm trying to find that middle ground of where Austin and Zach, uh, where his. Uh, what's it called? His super score ACT grade comes in at. I think based on his losing record, he's closer to a C, okay. not a C I, point. Again, I put a lot of that losing record weight on the Raiders organization. All right, so I Zach, I do have an update when it comes to the Titans interviews for the GM uh, from Ian Rapport. We'll get to that here in a second, but tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan at the beginning of 2022. I'm rolling that over into 2023, and I'm really glad that I did because I save 20% every single month on this plan. My previous plan was bad, and I didn't realize how bad it was until I had a health assessment and got a quote from Farmborough Health Plans. I've been very, very happy with my coverage. You know, Unfortunately, I've had to use it in 2022 And in 2023, who knows what's going to happen, right? You you get the flu, you get sick. I was in a car wreck in a lift in St. Louis. That helped me out there because I actually felt comfortable. I had to go to, uh, you know, an urgent care because I had whiplash because some idiot hit and rear-ended us. I mean, things like that happen. And you sit there and you're in a position, you're like, well, I I need coverage. Well, my coverage is with Farm Bureau Health Plans and yours should be too. It's 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Check it out. Get a quote. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Also, with the BetMGM app, guys, if you've already jumped on board the BetMGM train like Zach and I have over the last couple of years, you can win too uh, by the refer a friend invitation. So what you got to do, go into your BetMGM app and log in and go to the refer a friend invitation. You send that invite out to your buddies and you get $50 in bonuses for every one of your friends who signs up, up to 20 friends. That's 50 times 20. That's up to $1,000 in bonuses just by spreading the BetMGM fun uh, with your friends and family, whoever it might be. So that's the Refer a Friend invitation with the BetMGM app. Guess what? They get a $50 bonus as well, <coughs> excuse me, when they sign up with your invitation. So check that out with the BetMGM app right there today. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 
21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligible requirements. Rewards issued with knowledge for bets or site credit. For bets expire in seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Uh, Zach, I, I do have an update <clears throat> on the Titans GM interviews. Uh, this is from Ian Rappaport. So just to kind of reset here, uh, earlier in the show, this is what we showed. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, on the Titans GM interview updates. Completed Thursday, we know Ryan Cowden and Monty Austin Fort, the in-house candidates. This morning, Ian Rappaport said Friday that Rand Carthen of the Niners and Ian Cunningham of the Bears would interview today, uh, and then Quentin Harris of the Cardinals on Saturday. The update now is uh, that Ian Cunningham is still on track to interview on Saturday with the Tennessee Titans, as originally reported a couple days ago. So he's traveling today to come talk to the Titans on Saturday. And then another update is that Glenn Cook of the Browns is also interviewing today. So the Titans now, two interviews on Thursday with the in-house candidates, two interviews on Friday with Glenn Cook and uh, with Rand Carthen of the Niners, and then two interviews on Saturday with Cunningham and Harris. And just add more to that, as we talked about uh, the minority candidates as well. Glenn Cook, another black candidate of the Browns. So now you've got uh, four minority candidates interviewing for the Titans GM job. Uh, so that is the update right now uh, from Ian Rappaport. You know what I want to do? And this would take, take some time, but I, look, we could do a show. How would you sell yourself as the general manager of the Tennessee Titans? Like, what would be your approach? And I love this. This is stuff that, like, gets my blood flowing is, like, how do you come in here and tell a franchise or convince a franchise that you're the right person for the job? This is what I would do as diagnosing what I've seen the Titans over the last couple of years. This is what I think they do very well, but these are the missing pieces. And this is how I'm going to approach this job to make those missing pieces go away so I can compete with the Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs. This is it. I'm going to bring th these amount of people in. I am going to collaborate and start sprinkling that all over what I'm talking to Amy Adams Strunk about because it is a collaboration with Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel and what the mindset of this football team is, how do you take it to the next level? Are you just missing offense? Are you, are you, is it the injury history, right? Like what are the problems and how can I, as a new general manager, come in here and fix it and not make the same mistakes the previous general manager made. Because we all agree John Robinson got this franchise to a point, but it's about taking that next level. And it starts with the quarterback. There's decisions with Derrick Henry. There's decisions with the offensive line. There's decisions with, uh, with Robert Woods and the salary cap and Bud Dupree and what you're going to do there. And then you're aging veterans, right? So mm -hmm. there's so many like top to bottom things, but – Go in there and convince Amy you're the man for the job. I would love to be a fly on the wall throughout the course of these interviews over the next several days. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Dom brings this up. He says, I heard somewhere that sometimes they bring in guys just to pick their brains and see what philosophy they use. They don't really want to hire some of them. And like, I think that's the case with oh, yes. most job interviews. And the reason why it is always smart for a company or a team to cast a wide net for interviews is because you always get to learn something because you're trying to 
see, you know, the San Francisco 49ers have been very uh, uh, successful when it comes to building their personnel and having an offense that is physical, run first, but also dynamic and explosive in the pass game. So why would you not want to talk to Rand Carthen, uh, who is the director of player personnel for the Tennessee tie or for the San Francisco 49ers? Uh, Quentin Harris is the VP of player personnel for the Cardinals. They've had some really good rosters at times. And uh, the one scheduling we have not heard yet uh, is Malik Boyd, who is the Bills senior director of pro personnel. And I don't know what that means if it's based off of the playoff schedule and what the Bills have going on just with that um, with that uh, organization as a whole right now with the last couple weeks for Buffalo with Hamlin and everything. But it, it is interesting to see them bring in as many people as possible. Now that's at least six interviews scheduled for the Tennessee Titans around five different organizations. And Ian Cunningham has only been with the Bears for one year. So now you're kind of getting a little bit of a tickle of the Bears and a little tickle of what the Eagles did because that's where Cunningham was prior to that. So at the end of the season, when the Titans lost to the Jags, I put, and I tweeted this out, 15 things that the Titans need to address. And they, like, this is what I would present to them. And there's more than 15, but... These are kind of my top 15. You got new general manager, new offensive coordinator, your starting quarterback situation, final year of Derrick Henry's contract, as I said before. What are you going to do with Jeffrey Simmons in a contract year? Your left tackle, because Taylor Lewan, you have to cut. Ben Jones and his future because of his concussions. Austin Hooper is on a one-year deal. Are you going to re-sign him? Robert Woods, are you going to cut him? We've talked about that. Josh Dobbs versus Malik Willis. Bud Dupree's contract because there's a potential out. David Long Jr., who is stellar but hurt this season. Caleb Farley, who is ridiculously bad. How to stay healthier, which has wrecked your last two seasons. And what you're going to do with your draft picks that now you've set the level at number 11 through all seven rounds that you have those picks. I mean, that's a laundry list. That is a very long list. And those are big-time decisions. Now, number one is new general manager, right? That's what they're going through now. So they're starting that phase. It's going to be a lot of weight on the new GM to go in and fix the next 14 problems. Yeah, A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. So uh, MB threw out there a topic on how to fix the offensive line. And so, and then MB followed up with asking, you know, how do you submit uh, topics for the show? And uh, I just, MB added um, your topic to our, uh, off-season topic document uh, that Zach, Sam, and I have access to. So how to fix the O-line is right there. And, you know, if you guys want to submit topics, you can do it right here in the live chat on the show. Uh, and I can see them and add them when I uh, do see them on the chat. But there's a or lot of chat D- DM us on Twitter. That, that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah, The easiest way to do it outside of the show, DM us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. Twitter is the easiest dm inbox for us to i manage. hate twitter but but that that is. yeah but i do think if you dm us on twitter i will see it or zach will see it or sam will see it and we'll be able to add that to the off-season I, topic i'm now. probably less likely to see it but i will I hate, see it or sam I hate will twitter it. but again I you know i like i like we have the, perfect, no, we've got a, we've got it covered i just i yeah. particularly think that it's a bad space uh, like it's, yesterday, a it's a necessary yes, space Yesterday, I think it was Destin uh, DM'd a topic as well on Instagram. Instagram is a, you know, that those are just busier DMs. So, but I did add that one uh, from Instagram yesterday, but go ahead 
and uh, DM us on Twitter at A to Z Sports if you have any other uh, type of uh, off-season topic, uh, you know, options that we can need to add into the uh, the running list of docs uh, and lists that we've got there for off-season topic for shows. So that should be fun to have, you know, this be a full team project. Uh, Mark, Mark's coming in hot. Look, how long would is it to rebuild? Best and worst case scenario. Spill oh, the beans. That, oh <laughs> man, who is that? Mark. All right, Mark I'm, I'm going to try to also for a while. Mark Jones, Mark beach, Mark beach, Mark beach. How long Bina is the Colada right there on, on the beach? Yeah. All right. I, I'm adding that right now. While Zach, while I, while I add that to the topic doc, I'll let you tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai ahead of talking about super wildcard weekend. What games are you most interested in watching this wild card weekend with six playoff games starting Saturday through Monday night. Which NFL Super Wild Card weekend are you most interested in watching? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, uh, Wilson County Hyundai. You, look, you don't have to 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 do anything but make the quick trip down I forty exit two thirty six to Wilson County Hyundai and get your perfect make and model right there at the bottom of the screen. That's the Palisade. That's the Sonata. That is the Elantra. They've got you hooked up. And Payne Bone, who's family-owned and operated right there in Lebanon, you can get a really good deal at a really good price. Now is the time to buy a car because they're trying to get rid of the 2022s. The 2022s, sometimes in cars, and you guys know this, if the the, the actual like body doesn't change, not a lot changes. So you can get a lot of value at a 2022 as the 2023 cars come in at a great price. At Wilson County Hyundai, they're fuel efficient. They also have got the Ionic, which is battery powered. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, don't forget, I told you earlier, we'll tell you to you again. BetMGM gives an option for current and existing users to get more bonus money by using the refer friend invitation. Every friend you refer who signs up uh, with BetMGM via your invitation gets a $50 bonus, and you do too. So that's great. You can refer up to 20 friends to join the BetMGM app. That's up to $1,000 in bonuses with the BetMGM refer friend invitation. And also, before we dive into these playoff games this weekend, uh, we've got this as well. A to Z sports picks today at 2 p.m. Central Time with Brian and Alan uh, to get you set for this playoff weekend. So, Zach, uh, let's go ahead and get uh, to this conversation. Which game this weekend are you most interested in watching when it comes to the playoffs? Um, I'll let you go ahead uh, and head to the chat to, to see what everybody's saying. Well, let's show the graphic before we ask the question right here. Here's the graphic uh, up there. Here are the games before we ask you what your matchups are. Well, here are the matchups. You've got you've got Saturday, and this is unique because they're got a West Coast game to kind of kick this thing off. They put Duval County right there in primetime. The Seahawks versus the 49ers, then the Chargers versus the Jags, which that could have been the Titans right there. Instead of the Jaguar, it could have been the Flaming Thumbtack. Sunday, you've got the Dolphins against the Bills, the Giants against the Vikings, the Ravens against the Bengals, and then Monday night, of course, primetime, they're going to put the Dallas Cowboys, America's team against Tom Brady and the Tampa Buccaneers. So now that you guys get to see this graphic, we'll ask you this question, which is, what is the number one game this weekend that you are most interested in watching? What game are you most interested in watching? Now, also, you can go to the chat and see what the people say. All right, so we've got uh, 
Darren just saying none. So bitter after last week. Uh, Pistol Ramsey says the Jags and the Chargers. Jarrell with the Giants and Vikings. Mr. Jones saying it's the Titans and Chargers. Eric saying the Cowboys and the Bucks on Monday night uh, as this pistol. Uh, Mark D says the San Fran and Seattle game. Uh, Jay says the Giants and the Vikings. Uh, Jared says Bucks is the only good game. Brady is good TV. Jags and Char- Chargers from Eric Garst. Uh, let's see if the Jags are real or not. Uh, Darren says uh, Ravens and Dolphins QBs are both out. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, who tweeted about his knee injury uh, yesterday, not likely to play. Tua has been ruled out. Uh, Jacob says Giants and Vikings. Zach, what do you think here? I mean, it is interesting. You know, Joe Burrow versus Lamar Jackson would be incredible, uh, but that's not going to happen. It's Joe Burrow versus maybe the third quarterback because uh, Huntley is not exactly ready to play yet. Um, yeah, for the Ravens. And, you know, it would be great if we got the rematch of Josh Allen versus Tua, the snow game from uh, mid-December, but that's not going to happen either because Tua is out with that concussion still. Yeah, I was surprised. I feel like the NFL thought Lamar Jackson may play. That's why they put him on Sunday night because why, you know, but there's a lot of backup quarterbacks playing. You know, Brock Purdy is a backup quarterback. He's right. playing in the first game. And then you've got, Backup against the, the Miami Dolphins is a backup. As we talked about, the Ravens is a backup. The Giants and Vikings, they're like two okay teams, you know, and they played earlier this year. So number one is clear cut. I mean, mine is so easy. It doesn't even have to. I mean, it's the Cowboys and the Bucks. That's the number one game that I am looking forward to. You've got the Dallas Cowboys against Tom Brady. You know, you got A to Z Sports Dallas against what, you know, uh, the the Bucks represent to me. I mean, this is great. I, I'm I'm here for this on Monday night. But if I had to do a secondary, so that is my final answer. Mm-hmm. My secondary is actually kind of surprising to me. It's the Chargers versus the Jags. You've got two young quarterbacks, and you know the Chargers. This is their first time to make the playoffs with Justin Herbert. This is the first time the Jags have made the playoffs with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that is, I think, the game that I'm in most intrigued about. Will it be the best game? I don't know. But if the Jags play like they can in the four-game stretch where they average 31.5 points per game and the Chargers throw the ball like they can throw the ball, I think that, you know, in Duval County, I actually think is going to be pretty lit uh, because that's back-to-back weekends where there's been a lot of buzz in Jacksonville. Yeah. And, you know, those Floridians are going to be trashed. I mean, they it's Saturday night. They're going to be, you know, drinking Long Island iced teas and yeah. wearing jorts. You and are so, what you drink, right? Trash? Is that is that kind of what, what the Jags are thinking? So, you know, I, I think it's interesting because, you know, yes, Duvall was jacked up and, and ready to roll last week for that Titans game. But, uh, you know... The, the team didn't respond to it. The defense played well, but the, the Trevor Lawrence was not good in that game against the Titans. I do think Zach that that game, the Saturday night game chargers at Jags will probably be the most dramatic coming down to the wire. Um, you know, I, I just don't see a lot of close games and I don't really trust the giants to play well in a spot on the road against the Vikings but I also know that the Vikings have a tendency to just lay a big fat egg uh, as well. So, you know, I think really we're set up to have three out of the six games maybe be entertaining with the Saturday night Jags-Chargers game, Giants-Vikings, and then the Monday night game Cowboys and Bucks. 
But I'm with you, man. Saturday night's game is the most intriguing for me. Young quarterbacks in their first playoff game uh, with defenses that can get after the quarterback. And we'll see how it works out. But I do have a bet. I want to get your opinion on my parlay that I put in on BetMGM earlier in the week. It's just like plus 120. So I'm trying to win. I'm not trying to get too sexy with it. But it is money line for the Niners, money line for the Bills, money line for the Bengals, and then Chargers Jags over 38. How do you feel about that? Say it one more time. Money line for the following teams who are heavy favorites, the Niners, the Bills, and the Bengals. Those are all money lines plus an alternate over 38 for Jags and Chargers. You feel pretty good about that? What is the line of the 49ers Seahawks game? It is like minus 10. But again, I took money line. I think I should hit that. It's only plus 120. And so it's not yeah, like that, a- that. That's my only, uh, my two concerns. I think that the Bills and what was your other money line? Uh, Bengals and I think Niners. the Bills and the Bengals will win. Yeah. I actually think that the Seahawks 49ers game, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if it's a little bit closer because if Brock Purdy has his like rookie mistake, game, yeah, freak out mode, then you're in trouble. And the Seahawks have proven that they can score and win close games. They just did against LA to close out the season. And then you're betting on two quarterbacks. Like, how many points did the Jags score against the Titans? Offensively, 13. Right. And so you just, I'm not saying it's a bad bet. I think logically your bet makes sense. Yeah. Right. But I'm trying to poke holes in it because that's how the, that's how betting works. It's like, where, where am I going to kind of pick my spots where I may miss? What's the total um, number on all on the parlay? It's plus 120. Uh, Yeah. I I don't think it's worth that. I think you've got to get better plus money to actually make that bet. I did. I boosted it to plus one forty, but you know, still the, not enough for me. I, really? If you're going to do four a four leg parlay, there's too much room for error. Yeah, so but you need I, to be you need to be in the plus two hundred plus three hundred range on that. I so think do was, alternate. I, I, look, you can do whatever you want, but do alternate lines instead of money lines. Yeah, but that's where I don't want to. I don't want to mess with that because I had the same feeling about the Seattle San Fran game. And I didn't want well, to don't do that. Do the bills, do the alternate spread on the bills or the Bengals. But I, you're, yeah, you're not a, betting. And I'm just saying, this is my opinion. You're not betting smart by betting this I, way. I, I think, look, I've had, that's a not lot how of, you win money. This has been my most successful season with bet MGM. It's the third football. By doing I, this every week. I, no. I've, I've lived in the, now usually the, the parlays that I hit, and build my bankroll with, or like the plus 170 to plus 190s. But, you know, this one, playoffs are weird, man. I'm not trying to to mess around too much. I think that plus 120 that I boosted to plus 140, I think it's worth it uh, just to, you know, to get, you know, it's a higher, you know, a higher parlay bet for me too. But I, I'm just trying to, to I get feel like through. a dealer. Good luck. <laughs> now, I'm trying to get through the NFL playoffs smart and not just flat out losing so I can really rack up the bankroll in college basketball in the NBA in the spring, because that's when I've really made my money the last couple of years with BetMGM. So looking forward uh, to that. By the way, A to Z Sports Picks today at 2 o'clock Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch with Alan 
and Brian. So, Zach, let's go ahead. You got anything else to add on, on Super Wildcard Weekend? No, I think those are the games. Uh, Bucks cowboys is is kind of the dessert of the weekend. And, you know, the, the big meal is Jags-Chargers because I think that has the potential to be a good game. And I think, here's the last thing, whoever wins that game, everybody's going to say, wow, are they emerging? Is that the next young quarterback that has taken the next step to the divisional round? And if Trevor Lawrence does that, I think the AFC South, that's uh, like a shaker, you know? Well, the I mean, yeah, but the odds are the winner of that game is just going to have to go to Kansas City and play against Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, I don't Not know how you long. Gotta win. You gotta yeah, win. you got to win. And, and look, winning a playoff game in your first playoff game experience, is it, that's going to happen for one of these guys. And so that's a Joe good thing. Joe Burrow. Same yeah. thing happened last year. And he went in there and beat Kansas City. Absolutely. A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. Let's wrap up the week like we always do with Ain't That Good News. But first, let me tell you guys about Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans and of A to Z Sports. If you have been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation. Their number is 800-800-4600. They've recovered over $1 billion for their clients across the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky over 30 plus years and can do and will do the same thing for you and fight against that insurance company as well to get you all the money you deserve. So if you unfortunately get injured in a car wreck, there's one place to call that's Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600 Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers, principal office in Nashville, Tennessee. A to Z sports. We were just talking about bets and yeah, you can place your bet that Austin just placed right there on BetMGM. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. That's all one word. The king of the sports book right there on your app. Download it today. Boom. There it is. Download it in your Apple or Android app store. They got you covered. Time for goodness. Ain't that good news to wrap up the first week of the Titans offseason and going into the first weekend of the NFL playoffs. Share your good news to us uh, here in the chat. I'm going to start. Oh, this was, I was actually looking forward to this. I knew this was going to happen. As Big Ten Jeff, this is great news for everybody. Good news. Kevin Warren is no more in the Big Ten, no longer the Big Ten commissioner as he has taken a role in the NFL with the Chicago Bears. Uh, in their front office as president. So, uh, you know, prayers up the Chicago Bears having to deal with uh, Kevin Warren, the former Big Ten commissioner. So that is good news there um, overall. More good news is from John saying good news. His favorite football team seems to be addressing their issues this offseason. Yeah, John, the Titans have no choice but to address uh, those issues this offseason. Caleb, good news. Kentucky sucks in basketball, and it could get really ugly tomorrow so yeah Kentucky is riding that struggle bus when it comes to basketball and they go to Knoxville on the bus uh, tomorrow to face top five Tennessee in Thompson Bowling Arena that's 11 a.m. Central Time as well Tennessee's very good Kentucky coming off an ugly ugly loss in Rupp Arena to South Carolina who Tennessee beat last Saturday and gave South Carolina the worst home loss in their arena's history and then they flipped around and beat Kentucky in Rupp. So Cal Perry is, you know, is Texas an option for him? There could be some drama there in Kentucky and Lexington. Zach, uh, what else do you see from good news in the comments? Well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to re 
retrace our steps because yep. Brandon gave some lunch money earlier. And look, I think it's a good topic moving forward. And we can maybe address this next week. He says, Zach, you keep saying reset, not rebuild. Uh, can you do enough in one offseason to complete compete next season with the top tier teams? I think that's what we'll address next week, Brandon. And honestly, throughout the course of the offseason, I got to see some things to answer that question. I got to see who they hire as a general manager. I got to see the decisions that they make after that. I got to see the offensive coordinator that they hire. So there's so many things that we still don't know to see if they can reset instead of rebuild. And then what their actions, actions speak louder than words. What are those general managers' actions telling us that the franchise is doing? Um, I will say my good news. My good news actually – you know, you you had your good news of your Christmas present. That yeah, you last used, week. Yeah, right. And I I used my Christmas present last night. I I will say this: I make a mean, homemade, grilled chicken Caesar salad with avocado, tomato, grilled chicken. It is fire city. Last night for Christmas, my sister got me brand and this is an old man gift right because you're like 35 like if i was given this so present one well if you're when i say this yeah. like if you're giving this present 21 you'd be like thanks it's an adult it's a very adult gift right brand new kitchen knives <laughs> these things are like japanese handmade like these things are sick and it cut through the chicken like butter, like prepping it uh, as you know before the marinade. So that was my good news last night. And I just, I think I said this like four times to my myself. And I, I'll say this. Well, and my fiance in the other room was like, "Who are you talking to?" I was like, "Man, these knives are amazing! <laughs> wow, these just cut like butter." I felt like I was in an infomercial. Felt yeah. like I was Billy Mays without the Did cocaine. You, just don't get a penny and try to cut that. That's yeah. That's, I won't. I won't get a penny. But so good news is the Christmas present and the brand new Japanese handmade knives are primo. Yeah. Now I will say this: uh, when registering for our wedding gifts, the knives and silverware is what I personally spent the most time on because I had to make sure I felt every type of utensil that I was going to be using for the next 20 years, right? Because silverware and knives, they last a long time. And if you hate your forks, if you hate hate your your knives, you're just like, damn it. And so like I was in the bed, bath and beyond, uh, you know, you cutlery section and I'm in there like holding everything. I'm like judging the weight of the handle and, and the depth of the spoons and forks. And the lady at Bed Bath and Beyond turned to my wife now and's like, "Is he an engineer?" And I'm like, "No, I talk about sports for a living." And and so just because like I was just so in to all of this, and the kitchen knives are a big deal. If you got good kitchen knives with the right type of weight in the handle, that's a massive, massive deal for uh, for years, decades moving forward. All right, we talked about utensils, and I was going to bring them on the show, but I was like, ah, Facebook yeah, and knives. Ah, no. I'm not going to get into that. Knives Zuckerberg yeah. will, will cut us. Uh, while we're on this, a new show that I like a lot, and this is like one of those like hobbies that maybe, you know, talk about being old when I'm like real old. 
I love the show on Netflix, and it wasn't initially on, initially on Netflix, but this is a guy's guy's who's who show, Forged in Fire, which is a competition of making knives. I am hmm. fascinated. I binge watch Forged in Fire. So shout out to anybody in the chat that understands the Forged in Fire and knows that these knives will kill. Never heard of it. Never it, heard it of is it. good. It's a good, it's like a, it's a reality competition forged in fire. I, there you yeah. go. Bobby, well, me and Bobby is always button heads, but today Bobby and I are, are on the same team. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got a lot of, See, uh, Chris, it will cut. <laughs> this is good. Yes. See, I knew, I, I knew I resonated with the chat. Show Look at this. I mean, there's Billy, there's Smooth Fitness, there's Lucas, there's Jeff. I mean, a lot of people are talking about that. Yes. There we yeah, go. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. So <laughs> my good news to wrap up uh, this week, you know, January 13th, it's Friday the 13th. So usually, you know, weird things could happen. So keep your head on a swivel out there today, kids. But I, I do think it's pretty impressive that DeMar Hamlin is no longer hospitalized. That is my good news because just like 10 days ago, DeMar Hamlin on January 2nd had the most terrifying national televised event that I think I have watched and just been consumed by in my adult life and was able to one, keep all of his neurological uh, abilities thanks to the medical team, the training staff, the hospital staff uh, in Cincinnati and, and Buffalo. But the fact that DeMar Hamlin is no longer hospitalized just 10 days after that happened on national TV is pretty incredible. So I think that's uh, that's some good news to wrap up the week with is that, you know, that's something that a story that all of us were consumed by for several days and we're kind of hanging on every update there for the first 72 hours, wondering how okay he would be. And, you know, it seems like he's pretty okay and out of the hospital back at home. So that's my good news to wrap up uh, this Friday show. Yeah. To, to be basically completely unconscious and in the state that he was in and to come out of that, I did, it did make me feel a little bit better. And I'll say this quickly because my, one of my high school uh, friends, his dad had something very similar happen to him. And just so happened his daughter was at home, called the ambulance. They got there in time. And the very the same thing happened it, where it was in darkness for a couple of days. And he finally, he and you know, he's, he's obviously been living for the last several years since that happened. So that gave me a little bit more hope. And that's what everybody was looking for is just hope because of the unknowing. So, uh, yeah, that's good, good news. And Jameson says, one of the doctors said, if there's anywhere to collapse, it's on a pro sports field. So many resources available and youth on his side. It's very good news, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, the NFL goes through that protocol one hour before the game with everybody there. It says, all right, if something happens, here's what we do. And they've never really had to use it up until, you know, January 2nd in Cincinnati. So that's pretty incredible there. And Orlando, absolutely. Prayers uh, to the Titans fan whose wife is fighting as well. I don't know if you saw that, Zach, but – uh, a, a Titans fan in Jacksonville uh, said that his wife went into cardiac arrest after the game last week. Uh, and so I, I, I've been following his updates on Twitter and it looks like she's on the road to recovery as well. Um, so hopefully that continues. Um, and yeah, so hopefully uh, and Peyton Hillis saving his kids and having to 
to go on the ventilator as well. And he is now off the ventilator. So a lot of, a lot of wild news over the last week or so when it's come to that here, at least locally that, that Titans fans uh, watch and know about. So the good news is it seems like uh, all three of those individuals are on the right path to full recovery. So uh, with that, uh, that wraps up our week here in A to Z sports, you know, no game day shows this weekend for the first time in a long time. Uh, Buck rising will be back Sunday night uh, to wrap up what's going on with Super Wild Card Weekend, and then Monday morning, A to Z Sports Live again at 8 o'clock Central Time to react to whatever it is. Also, more updates on the Titans GM search, uh, the offices and topic list, whatever it might be. So make sure you like the show before you go. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, wherever, give us a thumbs up. Give us a like. We'd appreciate that. And subscribe to our YouTube channel for continuous coverage of the Tennessee Titans throughout the offseason. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Appreciate it as always. Adios.